0: Hello, Podwalkers, and welcome back to another episode of the Goblin Lore Podcast. This is Hobbs Q. Um, We're getting ready. We're going to have a special episode today. We have a guest that we've been meaning to have on for actually quite a while. We have been scheduled with and canceled and rescheduled multiple times with today's guest, which is kind of actually apropos because a lot of times that's been canceling kind of due to mental health reasons, I know, especially kind of on my part. So, before we get started, we just want to say, you know, thank you to the Grinding Coffee Company. Uh, We just really appreciate their willingness to pair with us for charity events, Um, just kind of offer discounts on coffee to anybody that would like it, keeps me fueled through the show. So yeah, Grinding Coffee Company, check them out, they're LGBT and minority uh, ran and owned coffee company. So, like I said, my name is Hobbs Q, my pronouns are he, him. And we're going to introduce my co host, Taya, first.
1: Hi, this is Taya. Uh, pronouns are she, her, are they, them. And we have our guest, Ryan Tron is Bad,
0: my partner in crime with Better Days MTG. Hi, Ryan.
2: Hey, Hobbs. Hey, Taya. Thank you for having me, first and foremost. Uh, as Hobbs said, my name is Ryan Nicholas. I go by Tron is Bad on all social medias. My pronouns are he, him. Uh, And I am one half of Better Days MTG. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So yeah,
0: so what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be talking about Better Days MTG. Um, Kind of a project, you know, I think that's the best way to kind of describe it, that grew out of some of the work that Ryan was already doing, that I I basically asked if I could take over and co-opt and just run with um, and just take full credit for and basically just cut him out in every way, shape, or form. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Before we get started, I would like to do a question, which is share something that you are grateful for today. Um, This is something that's been a kind of recurrent thing for me to talk about is this this idea of daily gratitude. Um, And I'm going to go last because I I don't actually know if I have one. Uh, So Taya,
1: (laughs) you had to start with me. Okay, I did. Uh, (laughs) Well, you can't Yes, That's rude. That's true. <laughs> okay, yeah, this has been a a pretty bad day for me because I did not sleep well last night, so i I have not had a lot to be grateful today, so I'm just gonna say I am grateful I got a task done that I have been putting off for about two weeks, and it's done, and I don't have to worry about it anymore oh, so that's awesome, I'm proud of you yeah it's it's not really a big deal, but it's done with, and yep. that's good, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah,
2: it does not feel like a big deal? And it's done. (laughs) And it's done is always a very big thing. Yeah. Uh, Does that mean it's my turn? Sure. Okay. I'm still still thinking too. All right. Um, Well, uh, so I guess, yeah. Today I am uh, very grateful for the support system that I have. Um, I'm grateful for the friends uh, that I have uh, that are here uh, today. Uh, and I'm grateful for my extremely supportive uh, brother. Uh, my brother Rhett, is uh, one of my best friends. Uh, he's always asking like how stuff is going with me uh, for uh, all the content stuff, and he he loves seeing me do all this really cool stuff with like podcasts and magic and streaming. Um, he actually started streaming himself, so that's like really cool to see. Uh, but I am also extremely grateful for my incredible partner, Nikki. Um, she, uh, has been so supportive through everything going on, uh, of me going on all these trips, uh, me having to take time away to do all of this like content. And she, she's just always been there in the sense that since we started talking, she just, uh, since we started dating, she's just, she's been, she's been my rock. She's been my best friend. She's been my, my, she's been in my corner, uh, just so unconditionally it's i'm very very grateful for her so what is your brother streaming Can I just... uh, <laughs> my brother is a league of legends streamer <laughs>
0: oh so wow. he uh he
2: has been he streams mobas and he streams um uh what are, what are what are they called um uh survival games like games like rust and all that kind of stuff that's awesome
0: yeah and yeah nick nicky has been you know i i see her post is just so supportive and i just it's just been fantastic to see kind of your relationship even grow even thank just you. from the time i've known you so yeah
2: it's yeah. it's about to grow even more i'm actually moving in with her over the next uh, month so oh yeah. congratulations Congrats. thank you thank you
0: so yeah i i actually i think i did have one today i was kind of you know p- playing it up a little bit but right before i came down to record with y'all um uh, it was putting the girls to bedtime and I got to rock Freya to bed, who's my youngest daughter. And one of the things that I was able to do tonight, um, she, she generally is very much a my mama's girl. She like cries at times when it's, when I'm the one putting her to bed. And so it can sometimes feel a little hurtful, right? Even though <laughs> it's like, you know, a two year old has no concept of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but tonight she let me rock her and I got to, you know, I kind of do some music. I try to play some music that I enjoy. And, you know, because I really like, I, I'm a very huge music person. And I really try to instill or to start to get my daughters interested in some of the music that's important to me. And so I actually rocked her to sleep while playing her uh, They Might Be Giants and sang Birdhouse in Your Soul and Anna Ang" to her while rocking her to sleep. And I'm just grateful that I had A good night to do that with my daughter, who, who you know, it's not that I think there's definitely times that she wants dad, but it's not as often. So, kind of getting that from my youngest felt just good tonight, and I was grateful to have that before coming down to record with y'all. That's awesome. So, Ryan, hello, hey, let's talk Better Days MTG, which 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 didn't always have a name. No, it did not. Can you take us a little bit on the journey? Because, you, you know, I think for people that don't know, I guess, Better Days MTG is a hashtag um, so for all intents and purposes at this point. It is a hashtag. Um, it was developed kind of in collaboration between Ryan and I once I approached him about some of the mental health stuff he was already doing on his own because I wanted to hopefully amplify it. And I wanted, was hoping that we could talk about it larger and more and, and finding things like a hashtag to get an umbrella so that people can find it was very important to do. And Ryan suggested the name Better Days MTG. So before we get into like the Better Days MTG, can you tell us a little bit of just your kind of background history, kind of why you started doing what you've been doing? The, the, really, the, this like video journaling in some ways.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um- First things first, uh, before I get into it, I want to say, Hobbs, thank you. Thank you for being on this journey with me. Uh, It has meant the world to me uh, that I have what I consider one of my extremely close and great friends doing this with me now. Um, So thank you for that. Uh, Secondly, to get into everything. So before Better Days MTG even started, before the videos even started, let's go even further than that. I used to post a picture of a cup of coffee every day, every other day, uh in the morning or in the evening, whenever. I know, don't listen, don't drink coffee at night. Trust me, it'll ruin your sleep schedule.
1: I've got a <laughs> big cup of iced tea in my hand right now. <laughs> Very nice. Is um, it decaf tea? No, 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 no! I, <laughs> I never touched decaf. That would be oh, like sacrilege. See,
2: okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk more later. But I will, uh... <laughs> luckily, Taya is on the west coast. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fair. Okay, all right, that's fair. Yeah,
1: it's still late for, but yeah, that's a whole other story. The that's amount whole... of the amount of caffeinated tea I drink is probably a bad thing for most people.
2: <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. But so I, I uh, before even starting my magic Twitter because my, my Twitter actually is fairly new. Uh, I only started this Twitter, I want to say probably late end of last year, beginning of this year, maybe, uh, give or take just to like kind of post like tournament results or talk about magic and just have like a purely magic related Twitter. Um, now one thing that I've always dealt with, uh, through therapy, um, way way back then was my therapist has always said why don't you write stuff down um so I, i've tried to do it and, and i i don't yeah i know how i'm still laughing about it I, I get it uh but i have always tried to write in a journal to, to like write in the notes app in my phone and it's just like never really worked for me it's just never been something that i was able to like consciously just sit here and and do But then I was like, you know what? I drink coffee all the time and coffee I can use to relate to other people because other people love coffee. So maybe if I post a picture of a cup of coffee, someone's just going to be like, let me click. And now let me read. So when Twitter was... I guess X or whatever, when Twitter was actually Twitter, it's still Twitter. I I refuse to call it X. Um, Yeah, we do too. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, When it was just 140 characters, right? I would try to fit something into those 140 characters or I'd post on Instagram or I'd post on Facebook, just like a little focus of like something that I'm dealing with or trying to remind people that they're not alone with things. But when I came over to the magic side of Twitter, what I wanted to do, and and this is this has been me because I've been a competitive player since 2009. I, I really have I really had never had the opportunity to play like kitchen counter magic because of who I grew up with and where I grew up. I grew up in North New Jersey, where uh, arguably was one of the most densely populated areas for Magic Gathering as far as competitive players. Like one of my previous housemates that I used to live with, I won't go as far to like to like name drop people, but uh one of my uh previous housemates was um a previous pro tour winner and he had taught me how to play competitive magic and my friend Phil when i first sat down and started playing magic played against me uh when i played a a, a golem precon deck and played his painter servant grindstone combo legacy deck against me and that like immediately just just hooked me into into magic and hooked me into Old extended formats and that's how I started playing magic and the first month of me playing magic I went to my first PTQ so that's where I've always been at but how it ties into what I'm talking about right now is that from 2009 up until now being a competitive player I've always noticed that everyone always talks about the glorious sides of magic. Everyone always talks about the glorious sides of winning the pro tour, the dream of chasing worlds, the dream of playing in the mythic invitational, the dream of just playing at the pro tour or, or back back in the day of being good enough to be considered one of the hall of famers. But no one ever talked about how mentally debilitating competitive magic is. And I, that's what I wanted to talk about. And that's, that's everything that, I have I kind of just like opened up my posts into so I would be I would be very magic the gathering uh, geared with my posts and, and try to relate to my audience and build my audience of magic players to try to get magic players and competitive magic players to understand that if you are dealing with something you are not dealing with that thing by yourself and that I am playing magic at a highly competitive level almost all of the time Five to seven days a week, and I'm dealing with this stuff too. So that's kind of where all of the posts started coming from. Uh, now let's fast forward a little bit to MagicCon Minneapolis. Uh, so I'm gonna shout out real quick, uh, Alan for Mental Misplace. Alan is an incredible friend of ours, um, and Alan yeah. and I, Alan and I had went to, uh, I forget where we went to eat. Uh, do you remember? Do you remember that cheeseburger spot that I was telling you about that Alan and I went to go see? It was like Davies or whatever. Uh, it's like this hole. It's like this hole in the wall Matt's. bar and grill. Maybe I don't know. It's this hole in the wall bar and grill. Okay, and and the cheeseburgers were filled with cheese. Yeah, yeah, juicy Lucy's. Juicy, yes, juicy Lucy's. That yeah, man, I was trying to remember that all five, night. Eight club. There's a five eight club and
0: Matt's, which are two bars that have mm-hmm, a, like mm-hmm. a rivalry over who created this thing, but yeah. Sorry, if we go down the juicy that's Lucy fine. route. Uh, that's a whole episode right there. That's totally I fine. But, love juicy yeah, Lucy's. but
2: yeah, Alan Alan just pulled me aside uh because we were at like one of the mixers, and Alan pulled me aside and was just like, Hey, do you like do you eat meat? And I'm like, Yeah, I eat meat. <laughs> Are you asking me to like go go like get a burger or like sandwich or something. I'm down. And Alan was like, Awesome. We're going to this place called Juicy Lucy. So it was a very intimate setting. It was just like me and Alan, and we were bonding over these incredible cheeseburgers so Alan asked me he goes hey if you don't want me asking can I like ask you something about like the content that you're putting out? I'm like yeah sure of course and he goes are you receptive to feedback I'm like yeah I could take feedback it's fine and then he said D- have you ever thought about like making them into videos do you think do you think like people will listen to them or like watch them more if like it's a visual thing instead of just like spending the time to just like read like a picture in a post and I said no I I've actually never thought of that um, so fast forward to like Two weeks later, I tried my first video form and it was received really well because like I wasn't, I personally wasn't um, immediately comfortable with opening up uh, my vulnerable side of like things that I want to focus on in a captured motion of just like opening my camera and pressing play, uh, pressing record. Um, And then, and then I did and it was received really, really well. So I tried to transition from the. Um, reading posts into the visual posts, and now here we are. And and then, Hobbs, you reached out to me and you said, "Have you ever thought about maybe putting a hashtag under it?" And then we we talked about that, and now well, here we are.
0: So I will say, like, um, I I struggle to. I don't get to consume a lot of content. I just don't have time. Uh, I just flat out. I mean, I I I, I edit our cast. I. I, you know, I, I am a prolific tweeter, <laughs> like oh, I, s- we are all chronically <laughs> online. I, I am a chronically online person, but with having like, you know, I, I don't, I get to play very rarely. So I like to stream when I'm able to, but like my time to be able to sit down and listen to other podcasts or watch like a video of the day or to even watch a stream is so limited. Um, I have two girls that are four and a half and two, so it, basically, from the time they and I get home and my wife gets home until they go to bed, you, you know, I, I don't really have time to just be able to like, throw on a video, they're not at an age where they're doing their own thing. Um, it's hard for me to keep up with a lot of magic content, um, and I I came across Ryan's videos, uh, you know, kind of after Minneapolis, right? So funny, Alan, you know, Alan, we could go on and on about Alan. Alan is half the reason that our mental health charity events that the Goblin Lore has been involved with have been as successful as they are, right? I mean, Alan is just a a godsend to this community with his, his own ability to kind of help with charity work. And, you know, knowing that that kind of all went down around Minneapolis, which is where Taya and I, for the first time, got to see each other (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) but also did the panel right and so you know it was like that that it seemed to be around then that it finally was like let's start having these conversations I think you know the mission of this cast for as long as we've had it and with Taya being on prior to even being a host right like the episodes that you came on about were all focused really on trying to have some of these conversations whether it's about Narset and autism or like being trans within the community. Some of those early episodes that you came on with, it was we wanted to we've we've always wanted to have these conversations. And we're not always like, it's it's sometimes it's hard to get people to listen to a f- even 45 to 50 minute podcast episode, right? And
2: Absolutely, yeah.
0: We did this at the at the panel doing a panel was like a, a, an eye-opening thing like it rejuvenated me in some ways when we when we had the reception that we did like for first of all people came <laughs> um well first of all we proposed it and it got accepted so like that that alone was like a huge deal i know for for us to feel like validated in some ways at least for me like not not even external validation but like that this is seen as something that was valuable enough that wizards or Breed or pop, whoever was saying like, yeah, we will, we'll, we'll give this a slot. Um, but like even the panel was 50 minutes long. Right. And it's, it's nice. It's a one-time thing. If people are at an event, they can come to, but how do you keep that going every day? I started seeing Ryan's videos and you know, Ryan, It's funny. Cause you know, I, I ask people to journal and <laughs> a lot, right. It's usually my first thing to start with. And I, and I, I will tell people it's not, it's, it's, I try not to be or I work to not be like rigid about it when I'm asking people to do it in terms of therapy. I'm not like, you need a journal, you need to do it this way, it needs to include this type of information. It's more, I I want to get a feel for just what they're thinking. And for me, though, writing it down is just not the best method. And I stumbled kind of, I mean, I stumbled is not the right word. I mean, I had met you, we had talked, we had had interactions. We were already, you know, building kind of this relationship, but your videos were the first thing that I actually started clicking on because I saw basically that they had a mental health theme to them. And two minutes is digestible. Like I can go for a walk and I can throw on a video for two minutes, right? Like that, that is very much clear. Um, It's, it's a quick hit. Uh, I, who knows, maybe that's my, I don't have ADHD. I have attentional issues though, that come along with my depression and anxiety. And so two minutes is a very good, like length of time for me. And so I actually reached out to Ryan first because I wanted to do this. Um, I I wanted to do this, but I also know, right. Like you said, like it's, it's this weird area, right? You're a content creator. I mean, you, you have sponsorships, you, you, you have gone very hard at like it it doing this is more than just necessarily a hobby right you know working with companies that you want to work with that you believe in
2: yeah absolutely it's it's just it's it's gone from for me um starting to play magic back in the day like i said i never really had the opportunity to play things casually. I learned how to play competitively in a very competitive, uh, setting. Uh, and that's just how I've been this entire time. It wasn't until magic Philadelphia that I first started having fun playing magic. And that's like really weird, uh, really weird to hear me say, right? Like I've been playing this game for over 10 years. Uh, of course I've had like fun, right? Like I've had fun traveling with friends because that's, that's the biggest thing that has always been the allure of magic uh for magic for me is traveling with friends creating memories uh being as good as i can get uh but i never really at the end of it noticed myself just sitting down playing magic and being like oh my god i'm having the most fun in the world right now i've always genu- genuinely like enjoyed playing magic i'm i'm good at magic but like magic on philadelphia really opened up my eyes of the community that i was Kind of like just adopted into of being a comp REL player uh walking among the commander community as well, and it's it's been the most fun that I have had uh that I feel like i I learned how to play magic again, so like now I am just having fun and
0: so with that, I didn't want to step on toes right like i i I am definitely like a huge believer in just consent I don't want people i i i also have a a lot of myself is um concerns about, like, uh, I, I have a very active imagination and a lot of intrusive thinking about um, just self-worth and, you know, what people will will think. Um, my, my brain does a very, very good job of assuming that people will think the worst. And it's not a good thing, necessarily. But, you know, like, well, if I was to start making videos, people will think that I'm just trying to copy Brian and I don't have originality. And, you know, it was, to me, it wasn't a matter of that. I wanted to make sure of that though. Right. Like I wanted to make sure that that was something that was what was wanted because for me, I think this is something that we talk about on this show a lot. Um, Our mental health episodes to do like when we've done mental health awareness month, or we've done suicide prevention month, we come back to the topic of stigma all the time. Uh, We have resources for stigma in every show notes. We have the, like the, 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 crisis lines the various you know including like the trans lifeline um we have the one for lgbt lifelines we have all of these and and, and i know that for alex and i and i and i'm not speaking i am just saying this because him and i were doing it for longer taya came on she's now done you know mental health awareness month with us has been on our mental health episodes but i don't want to speak for you taya obviously you're right here that you know, stigma is something that we've talked a lot about that we want to kind of combat. Mm -hmm. And to me, the number one way that things are combated is to to have more people just talk about them. And for that, I really saw what Ryan was doing as an opportunity to maybe, you know, in the past we had had a hashtag that was just like, that I had used with like mental health MTG. I would use it really in the month of May i would i I'd started like a basically like an ask hobbs type thing on Tuesdays when I work from home um and it's that thing that you need like a critical mass or before you're able to kind of get things to be heard or seen right you have you have to have people doing it and it was really what I envisioned when I kind of approached you right
2: yeah hmm um i think I think when you approached me i i didn't and I don't know if I told you then, but I, obviously I'm, I'm going to tell you now. I don't think that you stepped on any kind of toe whatsoever. I, I, I was very, very um, open to the idea because I, I will be transparent with you. And this is, you know, we're, we're talking about mental health now. Um, I'll talk to you about my mental health the day that you asked me is when, regarding the videos and regarding what I was doing. I felt so incredibly by myself doing this thing because like the entire reason why I was doing it and the entire reason why I am doing it is to give other magic players. And now other people, non related to magic, the gathering, which I'll get into after this little little part is that like, I was, I felt like I was taking it all on in the sense that like I am opening up the door for anyone to be able to reach out to me at any time. If you want to talk about anything, like I am here and that's basically what all my videos were getting. But now that I have a partner in all of this. And I have so many people that are like now willing to, in a sense, carry the torch of better days MTG because now really it is no longer just you and I, and you you can click on that tab and you can see the amount of people that are being advocates for this. And you can see the amount of people that are trying to share their stories and hype other people up and say, Hey, like we're all here for the same reasons. This initially started as a magic, the gathering based thing to make sure that, people within the competitive magic community knew that they could talk about the stuff that they have going on, as well as the non-competitive magic players. Now I have people that are on my Twitter that are not magic related. Like I, I know there there was a, obviously won't say names for privacy reasons, but there was um, this person that reached out to me um, a couple of weeks ago, and they were just like, Hey, I just want to let you know that uh, I love those videos that you're doing, but I feel like I could never really talk about any of the stuff that's going on or add to it because like, I'm not a part of that magic community. And that kind of like, that was a really big, like shot to my system in the sense that like, th- that's not, that's not what this is about. It's, it's not, I don't want it to be exclusive in the sense of like, it is only for magic players because at this point it is now for anyone that sees the video that's, that sees the tab. That Better Days MTG at this point, in my opinion, is absolutely the name of it, but it is just the name for it. Because when you see those videos and you see say, say, hey, you know what? I have something that I can add to this. I want you to add to that. We want you to add to that. We want to hear the story that you have going on. We want you to be able to share if you're feeling comfortable with sharing or if you want to send a DM because you feel like you can't talk to anybody else. And now with the multitude of people, um, and to, to relate this to Magic: The Gathering for a second, the multiversal uh, uh, a plane of existence that we are on with everyone else, we are now there as an outlet that is opening up the door for people to talk about the stuff that they're going through, and that's that's kind of where I'm at with this, and that, that's that's what I'm loving about it so much at the current moment.
0: You know, it's it's, it's interesting that you were saying that, like when you when I approached you that's how you kind of, it felt almost, I guess, in some ways, how I c- it felt at times with like, it's kind of like a, just putting things out into the void, right? Like, or just like, it's out there. And I, I've can say too, that there's been a big part of that for me. And I, I will say to just knowing, seeing the videos. Um, so, uh, so I will use the name cause I know that they're okay with it, but Ben, uh, B Negatron mm-hmm. who is somebody that really took up doing this, um, they're a military member, and they work a lot. Cl- they work very closely with uh, with soldiers. Um, in their role, that have had kind of mental health concerns, they chose to step up and do basically a video every single day for the month of September as part of Better Days MTG, but also as part of Suicide Awareness and Prevention Month. Yeah, um, that, was, that was incredible. And and Ben flat out said in a recent video, like. He hopes that people get things out of it. He hopes that people really can understand you know, or identify or like you're saying, I think of it as not being alone because I think a lot of what we talk about is so universal. And that's my hope is that at the end of the day, it is what I am going through. Like my videos tend to be, you know, sometimes I'll talk about a topic that I think is important um, for my work, but usually it's still related to something that's very specifically going on with me. And yeah. it's such a universal thing to it. I hope other people get something out of it, but at the end of the day, it's become my online journal. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I part of this was I was at a point where I felt kind of after having a very just crappy summer. I will say, in a lot of ways, um, just one thing after another in terms of physical health, emotional health, my you know, like loss within my family, loss at work, or just like a lot of work stuff going on that. Doing something consistently was kind of escaping me, and knowing that my goal every day at this point is to hit record and talk for two minutes, and I haven't done it every day because I'm not going to use that word try. I I either do it or I don't. Um, you know, I'll get on anybody that wants to. i my I. The the Yoda phrase "do or do not, there is no try" comes up on this show Absolutely. a
2: lot because mm-hmm.
0: I believe in it. And it's my goal to do it every day. I don't do it every day, and that's okay. That's not a matter of that. I my goal is to do it. Some days I don't. However, doing it consistently and doing it more days than not, that I am now finding myself sitting down and hitting that button and just talking is my own journal. And I think that it's universal enough that I want, I hope that other people see it. If they don't, they don't. I still did it. And Ben made that point, right? Like he's doing this for himself. And part of this is me doing this for myself. Part of you, you've talked about, right? Is like, this is a place where you could be honest and be open about things that are uncomfortable for you as if this was your journal. You're just, we're just happening to now share it with others because we think there's benefit. And it's hard. I'll tell you, there's days that I I just, I, I hit that record. I ramble and then I I don't want to post it. And I, and I do not have a video. I will. I can be very honest with people. I've said this before. Um, the only time I've ever like stopped a video and restarted is because of sound noise in the background. As I was ta- starting to talk, I don't do multiple takes. Some people do. And I think, as I said, this is, that's why we're going to talk about this. I think this is like the next area I wanted to move into We want this to be completely inclusive and how we each choose to do it is going to be different from each of us for what we find benefit from. Um, I find benefit from not hitting stop and start because I am somebody that could easily have a tendency to want to self-censor or to put my best foot forward or like have some of that perfectionist or that self-doubt take over. That's not a benefit for me. So I hit record and I post it. Um, I I I have not had a video that I have recorded that I haven't posted. So when you see that from me, I can tell you right now is because that is what is value to me is it is my it is honesty in the moment because I am hitting it. Some days I have an idea or a theme I want to talk about something that's been on my mind Um, that, you know, either through work or not. Other days, the goal is for me to hit play and I've been having a sh- or hit record. I've been having a shitty day. And I hope that something comes out.
2: Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm very aligned with the way that you record your videos as well. I know for me personally, um, I draw my experience, uh, my focus uh, from my experiences. Like if I had a rough day at work, or if there, I have this big thing for content that I'm going to have to be making soon, and I'm stressed about it, or transparently and vulnerably if if i got into maybe like an argument with my partner or with somebody in my family or how i am learning from things so when i record my videos uh, me personally i don't press play until i know what it is that i want to talk about because i had something to talk about sometimes i will press play uh press record without kind of like having a focus until I feel like the record is on me, so I just start talking. The only time I'll, I'll like edit a video or or anything of the sort is if there's like if I'm recording and there's like forty seconds of just like me walking around in silence because I nothing has come to my brain yet, and I'll like chop that portion off. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, dude, the, the, I'll, the, I'll, listen. The hype me, period. The hype let, period. Let you me tell you up. the amount of times that I have. Because you you could tell like the settings of which like uh, I'll record it's like against the side of a Starbucks or whatever. So normally when I go to work and I get my Starbucks in the morning, I'm having my Starbucks and I'm walking around outside of the Starbucks, just holding a camera up, not saying anything until I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. Uh, And then it just starts coming from the top of my head and then it'll be the one take and I'll edit off that first beginning, like 40 seconds of silence or background noise of me just walking around. And that's my video. Um, I I generally do all of them in one take. I I feel like for these videos, and, and again, this can be obviously independent to whoever is recording the video and we all have a personal way of going about things. But uh, that's how I want um, it it to be received. I want it to be received as authentic. I want it to be received as non-scripted. I want it to be received as wow, this guy is like actually just spilling his heart out of like something that he believes in or something that he wants other people to focus on. So that that's that's for me. That's how I do them. And I'll say. I
0: think there's people that would completely benefit from doing these that for for what they it's 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 finding out what it is the reason you're doing it for yourself is going to be the most important. And I'm saying this in the sense of like I want to be encouraging anybody who wants to do these to do these. If that means that you want to write out what you want to say because you're a, you're nervous about recording it And you want to be able to practice and you want to take takes or you need to do it however you want to do it. And it's important to you because you still have that value of wanting to share it. Like do it, write it out. I mean, this is the same thing I would tell somebody if they were in my office. If you need to write out a conversation before you have that conversation, do it. Find what maybe will work for you. If video is not what you want to do and you want to be taking or getting involved my biggest thing is i w- I'm encouraging people to use the hashtag. That's like the, been the biggest thing of late. So if people don't know within like the last week, uh, w- we created a actual Twitter account for this with a logo that we had had designed for inkling kind of a while back because we wanted to have like an image. We wanted it to be able to be something that people could find. The main goal of that account is simply to. You know, not to fill your feed with just like random thoughts of the day by me or Ryan. It's to retweet us, to retweet the people who are using that hashtag or are talking about these these ideas, these mental health-based things, magic, however we're finding them. And the easiest way for us to find them is to to put them under an umbrella because this is what will happen. I search that hashtag every single day. I have since we started using it because I wanted to know, are people using this? Um, where's Ryan's video? Because my feed is an awful, awful mess. I mean, I don't know about for you all. Over the years, I have picked up just like I, I enjoy engaging um, people. I
1: mean, you're, you're saying your Twitter feed's a mess. You, you expect everyone to believe this? <laughs> <laughs> the there's, amount of time you spend on Twitter. <laughs> you know, the th- we're, we're going to ignore that I
0: have 321,000 posts in the last 13 years. Oh
2: my god. <laughs> oh boy. I'm fine with the There's, there's Cry online and then there's Hobbs. There <laughs> is. Yeah,
1: I have notifications on for Hobbs because he shares good stuff and you are uh, after a lot of people that I have or I followed left. You are like ninety percent of my notifications
0: now. <laughs> like, but like, but like, so that's the thing. I also follow and have these conversations. I like having a lot of my tweets are because I retweet a lot because I find things that are very interesting to me. I also have a lot of conversations where I'm going back and forth with people because I like that. And I follow thirteen hundred people. Um, my feed I can miss it. It within that I I always think of it as like. Twitter in some ways becomes a snapshot of what I see because I miss so much of it and I need a way to find it, right? Like if before we were using a hashtag, I would have to remember, okay, I need to go to Ryan's, I need to go to Ryan's page today. Has he posted a video yet? If he hasn't, I got to remember to go to it again, right? Now I can at least just check a hashtag. And then the goal with creating a Twitter account for it is you can have that hopefully a single account that you can either follow or you can go to and you can see what's been said quote quote unquote today the last couple of days but it's that idea that it's collected in a singular place because we want more people doing this and absolutely there's tons that are showing up now that are just maybe a tweet that somebody realized that they wanted to add that tag to because it was relevant great It does not need to be video. I like really want to like lower the barrier for anybody to have this conversation that's willing to.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I actually, I want to touch on something about, about that really quickly. Um, We, you just said we want more people to do it, right? And I a hundred percent absolutely would love for more people uh, to do it. And if you've noticed what you, what you said, have I, uh, did Ryan post the video today no, I have to check in a couple hours, but now you can just check a better day's MTG hashtag. If you haven't noticed since we started the hashtag and since a lot more people have been posting, I have been posting less. I have I have been posting them maybe like a day in between or or if I don't do every day, it's every other day. And I love that I can do that because of the fact that I now see what I wanted to happen is happening. I wanted to start kind of just like a snowball thing. And you helped me start a snowball thing of where I don't need to just say, Hey, post about what you're feeling because now people are just doing it. And I think that's so incredible. And it's not, it's not like, Oh my God, I needed a break from it. But not going to lie, sometimes your brain just needs a break from it. <laughs> so it's like, uh, I, I, I take joy in the fact that I am now able to sit back and just see the beauty of people feeling comfortable with themselves enough to be able to share their stories. And I pull my strengths from that as well of being able to click on that hashtag and be like, you know what, now, I, I don't know whoever this person is. But now this person has now inspired me to make another video for tomorrow. So I think it's now this beautiful cycle of I had so many things to say, and I still have so many things to say. But now I'm seeing everything that everybody else is saying, and I'm drawing inspiration from that. It's 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 it is a conversation now. It's not
0: just a feeling that you you have to be the the driving factor.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's and really just, great to see, honestly.
0: No, it is like the last couple of weeks. Cause there, there has been a a noticeable uptick and I mean, like I'm sitting here right now, like I I am tearing up just thinking about it because I've seen posts in there already that just make me, um, you know, see people being vulnerable in a way that I think that Mm -hmm. they may have wanted to. Um, but that's scary to do, especially if you're not sure that there's going to be somebody that's going to see it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, also, by the way, this is completely sidebar to the fact, and kind of just a, just a funny thing. Oh, hey, welcome
1: to the Goblin uh, Lore Podcast. Well, way to well, go! Yeah.
2: Yes. Um, if you, we have like... not
1: had enough tangents this episode, so I'm <laughs> glad you're adding some. <laughs> if,
2: if you, if you would like, you know, some help in retweeting, I don't know, maybe pass along the login information to your other half in this. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah i could probably also hand out the goblin
0: lore uh password and log in to alex and too and then not feel that i have to like do Do everything on your own (laughs) but you know then i would actually feel bad when i make really sarcastic remarks about our social media manager
2: at the goblin lore podcast (laughs) oh man that's funny you're you're a prize
0: (laughs) So. Ryan, like, I, it's been, this conversation's been a long dive coming. It's hilarious yeah, that we, yeah. we actually literally sat on a panel together before you were even on a before podcast. I was a
2: part us. of this podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. You managed to, you know, <sighs> step up and, and, and yeah, I mean, just be vulnerable in front of
1: a crowd of people. And, and it was a great panel. And, you know, I listened was, to the recording so afterwards much. when we had it on the, um, podcast.
2: I think, I think the biggest thing for me with that podcast, and, and I appreciate that very, very much. Um, I'm sorry, the the biggest thing for me on that panel, um, was not only the fact that I was able to be vulnerable, uh, in front of all those people. It was the first thing that I, first panel that I had ever been a part of. So I was grateful for that, but it was more so for me. And and I'm going to just going to talk like a little starstruck fanboy for a second is that since before becoming friends with Hobbes and Chase and Shivam, I looked up to each one of these individuals so greatly for the things that they've done within the conversation of the community that to sit besides them and share my feelings on things was I, – I was besides myself the entire time. I was trying really hard to keep it together, um, but I did. <laughs> so <laughs> – yeah
0: uh yeah i i was too and i i failed miserably in some ways um yeah i'm an emotional human being and i'm okay with that (laughs) um i it was the same thing for me when we did the one in minneapolis right like you you know i I had my co-host who i'm so in awe of all the time that i get to work with on a regular basis that like it it still blows my mind like that that alex and teia still want to do this with me um there's some insecurities of my own that are coming through, but also just that that Chase would come along, that Michelle would come along, that they both would just join in. And I mean, these once again, I think it is. Um, I always want to reach out and and aim for shooting for the stars in terms of. I, I mean, I I don't mean that in the sense of like celebrity, but I just mean the people whose work I look up to and you know to me it was a no-brainer to invite you onto the cast i mean it was basically like yeah like i i as soon as i was having an idea of like let's do this again in vegas um obviously you you were basically the the, the first or second person i reached out to on that panel and i so,
2: really appreciate that I, I i was very very honored to uh have been asked yeah i
0: yeah
1: i just doing this type of work is
0: the work that I, I i say that my job's stressful like it's like my job sucks sometimes right like i always say this like i i have to in some ways this is my um there are a lot of things about my work and about mental health work that i love and and that i want to have conversations about i also have to you know like my day-to-day is oftentimes not getting to just have these open and frank conversations because I, I have to be the person in the room who is the therapist. Um, and it is a different role, right? Like I can still be vulnerable, but I, I, I it is completely inappropriate for me to be sharing some of the stuff that I would be able to share on a show. And I didn't have an outlet like that before the Goblin Lord podcast. Um, you know, I, I had Twitter, but like, even then that's, I've become a lot more vulnerable since I've had an outlet. And To me, it's the more outlets that we can have that allow me to feel that I actually am able to, you know, get some of my own needs met, not in a way of like this cast or my friends or my therapist. At the same time, they are my support and um, being able to find a way to marry that love between what I my hobbies and the things that I enjoy doing and the work that I'm still passionate about is like a very important outlet for me to feel like I can keep going in my day to day. Sorry. It's just, this, you're totally, you're good. This, yeah, this is my, my very clear history of depression coming out where I feel the need that I need to say sorry for everything, which is sorry for feeling emotions. Which listen, is you the do not have to apologize the world. for
2: that. ever. <laughs> and I, I'm, <laughs> listen, I'm going to, I have a friend that texts me a lot, uh, that they're very, very anxious. And every other thing for them is an i'm sorry and I, I i will never be frustrated with having to reassure them being like hey you don't have to apologize for everything you have people in your life that will be here because you are feeling feelings and you can feel those feelings so don't
1: apologize yeah. i am also one of those apology people that i apologize for everything tell
2: and... you don't apologize
1: <laughs> <laughs> i am sorry for taking up space oh
0: wow that that was one of the most things from the panel that really hit me right like oh yeah we are allowed to take space (laughs) yeah yeah like that's valid um yeah so so, you know ryan like you know you and you and i kind of are we want this to just kind of almost like I, i think of it as being like a move movement in the sense of like we just want this to be like we want to encourage I think that that's at the end of the day to me is like, I just want people to feel that they, they can, if they want to, that the place is there for it. Um, and I also want it to be for, cause I think that for some people, I know that I've seen this happen where if they're, if those posts that are more sincere and I think deeper get missed, it can oftentimes feel like very invalidating and, and not just, that could be the fact of the algorithm alone. And that is one reason why it's like almost we're trying to or uh, we're tricking as best as we are able to. I mean we at the end of the day we can't predict, but if we include if there's a way for us to include some of this, I think that it's a great way to make sure that the posts are being seen because I want to be able to validate people when I see those because I think it is so important, and I want to encourage more of it.
2: Yeah, it's it's always to be encouraged. It's it's always something that we're going to want others to um, to do like everything that we're doing right now. You know what I mean? But it's a matter of we can lay that foundation, but they're going to be the ones that have to take the next step. And the, the what we ha- can do and what we want to do is we we want to be there for them to reassure them that, hey, if you take that next step, like I'll catch you. know what i mean
0: so some somebody is 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 hearing it absolutely and and also if you're just like a lurker and and you get the benefit of just seeing this stuff we hope like that's that that to me is awesome right like i've had people say you know i'm not sure if i i want to do a video i don't know if i can but it shows to me that they're they're looking at it and they're they're thinking and maybe even that is something for them i just don't want my community this magic community this community that i feel so drawn to to feel alone and i think that's at the end of the day what it is for me
2: yeah absolutely the amount um, listen the amount of messages in my message requests that i that i have like seen and like attempted to filter through um you know when i'm not getting a message set with somebody being angry that i'm an ambassador because i get those which is very funny to me and they just stay in the requests uh but that, that's different uh but the the amount of people that like are in the messages requests that that i'm able to read that are simply just there to say hey i've i'm new to your content or i've been watching your content for a while and i haven't posted a video i'm probably not going to post a video but what i'm seeing is helping me that is exactly what it is that is the targeted audience of kind of just like an umbrella of everyone whether it is that you are partaking in what we're doing or if you are just watching, as long as it is helping in some kind of way, or you can draw inspiration or you can draw literally a better day from just translated words. Uh, I, that, that's what we're here for. That That is what we want to relay is that we are human. We have feelings, we have stresses, we have pain. Like one of my best friends, and and I mentioned this at the panel We all suffer at so many points in our lives. And one of the biggest mantras that I've held on to is uh, one of my best friends, Andrew, had relayed this to me um, years ago at this point, is that this is a moment of suffering. Suffering is a part of life. May I be kind to myself. And I tell myself that every single day or whenever it is that I'm feeling that I'm going through something. And to see all these people that are reaching out to me saying like, hey, thank you for just talking. I I will I will talk until I can't talk anymore if that is all somebody needs. Yeah. And that's
0: that's it. I mean, if it yes. Well, luckily I'm good at talking, as we obviously are knowing as Taya pointed (laughs) out from my tweets. Thanks, Taya. I mean, not not, just not just the
1: tweets. I mean, you know, we're going on an hour for this episode and you know, we're we do this every week almost. You know, (laughs) this is our second recording this week, too, so we're on a roll. We are on a roll. And I always find that like
0: we sit down, we hit record and words just come out. It's never an issue. And I don't know. I just want to thank everybody that's listening to this or not listening to this. I don't really care at the end of the day. Uh, Well, I do. (laughs) That's a blatant lie. I should say a lot of times what I, I get so much out of just sitting down and having a conversation with Tay and Alex. And if we have a guest, we have a guest or whoever it is. I just get so much out of that. Um, It's something that Shiva mentioned with casual magic was like, at one point, it was like, I just wanted a way to be able to talk to my friends, right? Like, if I have a scheduled time, it means I talk to my friends. And throughout this pandemic, this five years of doing this podcast, it has meant that I get to sit down and talk to people that I want to talk to, and I can't. Like I cannot overstate the value that I get from that.
2: So mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And I, I feel as one of your guests, uh, I feel grateful uh, for this position. And I feel grateful that you want to talk to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I'm grateful that you're on the other side of things. I mean, like, you know what? I would love to hear that guy speak for a little while.
0: <laughs> he has nice dulcet tones.
2: Yeah. Hey, I've been told many times that I should do voice acting because I got a voice for it. Uh, you got I it. got some voice for it. I got some voice for it. You might antag- need to cut some of that egg- New Jersey antagonist. out of there. But... Just a- <laughs> well, if they ever make an animated Sopranos, I got it. <laughs> You're good to go. I'm good to go. Well,
0: <sighs> this was like a very cathartic, a lovely hour for
2: me. I don't this know about for very, you. Two. This was a very good, <laughs> feels good hour. I I I appreciated this a lot. Thanks, Ryan. Thank just, you. Yeah. Thank you both. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, I'm just going to end this here because I got really nothing else to say besides yeah, I'm... me basically <laughs> probably crying. So that's good. Well, And that's our show for today. You can find all of the hosts on Twitter for now. Hobbs can be found at HobbsQ. Tay can be found at Taya Transcends, And Alex can be found at Mel underscore Chronicler. Feel free to send us any questions, comments, thoughts, hopes, and dreams to the Goblin Lord Pod on Twitter or email us at goblinlorepodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to support your friendly neighborhood gobslugs, our link tree can be found on our Twitter account and in the description of today's show. This has everything from various discount codes to the link for our Patreon. The music for today's show was by Vintergotten, who can be found at vintergotten at bandcamp.com. The art was done by Stephen Raphael, who can be found at Steve Ruffle on Twitter. Goblin Lore is proud to be presented by Hipsters of the Coast, It's part of their growing Porthos content. Check them out on Twitter at HipstersMTG or online at HipstersOfTheCoast.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, goblins, like snowflakes, are only dangerous in numbers.